Welcome, this is Nutaku, where we talk things anime and manga. You're not experts or gatekeepers, you're just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast, or email us questions and requests at nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. I am Jim. I am Frank. Frank, there's a monsoon going on outside. There is. I can hear it a little bit. You can hear it here? I think so, yeah. Did I close my no, window? No, no, no. It's fine. It's soothing. Yeah, it's the sound of raindrops. Exactly. The sound of raindrops and then our two voices combined is going to make for a very soothing episode. Very soothing. <laughs> Frank, how was your week? My week was uh, was fine. I played a lot of Final Fantasy. How far did you get? I am pretty far. I think I'm about halfway through. I'm about like 10 or 12 hours in. I'm on Chapter 8. Uh, Aerith? Yes, I have. That's where I'm at. I'm at walking her through the slums. Okay, so we're at like the same part then. I just did all the little side quests and kind of... En- and- yeah, I stopped. I stopped last night before I did any side quests. What What do you think of the game? It's amazing. Yeah, I agree. I'm having a lot of fun with it. The combat is like real sharp and entertaining. I love doing the side quests. Um, there's just enough of a difference between the original and the remake to keep me entertained while still, you know, remembering things. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. I switched over to the classic fight mode. Did you try this yet? I haven't tried the classic though. How is it? It's cool. It's turn based, but it's you control all the characters and they still go through like this the same fight mechanics as the you know as the remakes mechanics when you're manually controlling them. But I think I prefer the classic better. I think it's it's more fun to watch. Okay, I'll have to try that out then because I've I've enjoyed kind of the hack and slash, but one of my of the regular 
Uh, but one of my complaints with it is that sometimes it is difficult to control the other characters. Uh, totally. It's that first boss against the, what's it called, the Airbuster? Yes, I believe so. Oh, that was terrible. I was ready to throw my my controller across the room. <laughs> I've run into that once or twice where I've had to like restart a couple times because of stupid battles where I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I was. Uh, I kept um, saving. I was like a crazy person. I was saving at every corner because I wasn't sure if I was going to die or not. Save scumming is what they call it. Is that what it's called? Save scumming. That's what it's called. Yeah, because you're. you're... <laughs> That's me. I'm a. I'm a safe scumbag. <laughs> oh, no, it's fun though. I've been enjoying it. It's. Uh, it's a great time. Time waster, I guess. Yeah. I got halfway through Shadow of the Colossus, which I said last week I downloaded. I got through my eight—I guess my eighth Colossus. I have a feeling I'm the bad guy in this. I don't really want to kill these Colossus. It starts to feel a little uh, a certain type of way, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't really like killing them. Also, the—have uh, you played the remake? I haven't played the remake. No. Was the camera control really bad on the original? Because it's horrible in this. Yeah, that's the worst part about the game. In fact, I would say that's, at least when I played it, that was, like, the only real negative, is the camera is god-awful. And I, I legit get vertigo trying to look around the map while I'm on the horse. I'm like, Whoa, this, uh, this, wasn't made, this wasn't made for HDTV. No, that sounds horrible that they didn't fix that, because that was, like, a notable complaint with that game, was that, like, especially when you're on certain monsters, and you have to, like, you're basically battling the monster, and at the same time, you're, like, battling the camera, which should never be a thing. Nah, it shouldn't be. I was I was op openly shouting about it. My classic shouting, which is, why is this fun? <laughs> why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> I always expect the machine to answer. It never does. One day it will. Right. Frank, did you watch anything while you've been uh, holed up besides anime? Uh, I had... No, not really. Now that I think about it. Tiger King, which I think we had talked about before. And, and yeah, uh, Band of Brothers. But I haven't been watching a whole lot of TV outside of anime. I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. How was it? I did say it, yes. Uh, the feet, Frank. The dirty, disgusting feet throughout this movie. He, Quentin Tarantino is unabashedly giving himself masturbatory material. He loves feet, and yeah, definitely in this movie he was like, I don't care, I have all the power now, I'm just going to put these feet front and center. And I would have been very, very angry because it just seemed like it was women's feet, but there was he saved his ass by having one guy barefoot with muddy feet. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have gone on to a, a much larger rant about how sexist and disgusting it was. First, also, Sharon Tate, the girl that plays Sharon Tate, or Sharon Tate's character in it, she goes to the movies, she takes her boots off, and she puts her feet up. Why are her feet so gross? I, I don't really know. I don't know why. I guess that's maybe... Maybe that's a historically accurate thing. Maybe she just had dirty feet. I don't know. <laughs> we got to stick with. We have to make sure it's accurate. I mean, down to the dirty toenails. 
other than that, very, very good movie. I found it very entertaining. Yeah, same. I, I like most of his movies, and that one for sure was, was uh, fun to watch. Yeah. Frank, did you you said last week that you're reading a lot. Did you read anything new? Anything good? Anything that's pertinent to our podcast? So not pertinent to the podcast. If anything, I would say that this is the longest stretch of time in probably like 10 to 12 years that I haven't been reading any comics in general. I have not read like anything in almost a month, and I read stuff like daily on average, so... Um, nothing on that, but I have been reading, like, I'm reading a book right now called The Everything Store, which is about the rise and rise of Amazon, and, um, another book called Dark Matter, which is a fiction sci-fi that's kind of like a dark, it's a wonderful life, where this guy goes to another dimension and sees how things play out without him, but there's some twists and turns in it that, that uh, make it a lot of fun. But that, So I am reading, just just not no comics, no manga. What about you? I was I had mentioned a, cu- a couple of episodes ago that I had picked up the Junji Ito uh, and manga version of No Longer Human by Osamu Dazai. Mm-hmm. I'm over halfway through it, and I did it all in one night. It's a big book. I'll tell you how many pages in a second. Gotta be well over 500 pages. It's 600 and wow. some pages. Um, this book is, if you're depressed and sitting in the house and you can't leave the house for 30 days because you're in quarantine, I do not suggest reading this book because it is so depressing. <laughs> it's about a, it's a, it's about the writer's descent. It's supposedly it's an autobiography. It's about his descent to suicide. And you decided you were like, now's the time for me to to read this. And it's, but it's so good that like I started reading it, and then some stuff happens. It's like his story of his childhood, and you know he eventually in real life kills himself. So it's the story of his life. It's his autobiography, and I started reading it. And it's so depressing and so horrifying, but at the same time, it's really well written and really well drawn. So I'm like totally sucked into it. But I'm openly saying to myself like oh no why oh come on no man come on man. come on man why are you doing this why am i doing this to myself but once the sun is out and we're allowed to leave i recommend everybody go pick up this book like i said it's 600 pages and i'm blown right through it it is a manga that's awesome i'll have to check it out well, Frank, I had teased a giveaway last week, and I'm going to tease it again. We'll talk about it at the end. Okay, so a tease for for a tease, another tease. Yes, teasing everybody. All right, I like it. All right, so, yeah. So this is our selection show. This is our spring 2020 selection show. We go through a list of shows. Some of them were available, some aren't. But we're going to go through this list, and we're going to select 10 to 12 shows to watch this spring. This will be our official Spring 2020 Nutaku watch list, which we encourage all our listeners to watch along with us. So what qualifies? The shows must be legally streaming. So Amazon Prime, Crunchyroll, Funimation, High Dive, Hulu, Netflix, and or YouTube. They're the ones that we have available to us. And if it's a long-running show, it must be one that Frank and I are completely caught up on. So we have three shows carrying over that are automatic selections. And real quick, if you say some words after I say them, tell me what you think about them, okay? So we'll start with with A Hero No Sora, which is a show you're watching. 
Yes. Uh, so not no new episodes have appeared since we did our review last week, or at least I had put the one. Or no, the the new one did. More or less, they're they're still in a tournament that just started. It's more of the same. It's it's fine. So we got fruits. We got fruits basket season two. Now fruits basket. Super excited to watch it. Uh, not a huge fan of the new OP. I did laugh at uh, how many characters were in the show because I had completely forgotten how many there were until I saw the first uh, the first episode. I do like how they set it up with the uh, three girls that are part of the Yuki fan club. and so We've kind of like got a recap episode through them. Yeah, and well let done. me ask you something. Um, do you remember, like, the visual gags and the humor being as plentiful as they were in this first episode? Or do, am I just misremembering it? No, no, there was... I mean, I, that episode was kind of circling around those three girls, and anytime those three girls were on the screen, they were part of a visual gag, so maybe that's what it was. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. You know I, mean? I mean, I enjoyed it. I just don't... I was like, wow, I don't remember this being as as plentiful in the last season. Well, remember, like, there's a couple of characters, like uh, the screaming girl, like the, the loud, screaming, overreacting girl. Like, her, her whole episode was, like, gag after gag after gag. It was pretty good. It's just that, you know... I No, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Uh, also, Kaguya-sama Love is War Season 2. Now, this was great. I mean, the, the they definitely seem to have a bump up, I guess, in their budget because the the first little sketch seemed to have been a, a lot better animated than almost anything else I've seen them do. Yeah, and they, um, yeah, it definitely looks fresher. Not that it looked bad before, but it definitely looks like they got a bunch of money to do this one. That scene with the board game, I was pissing myself watching that. Yeah, this is a this is another one where I had forgotten just genuinely how funny the the show is. Yes, yeah. If she pulls that, what was it, the tortured woman? Oh, card? she get, yeah. What is it? Distrust of men. I forget. <laughs> distrust of men. Oh my god, that card was so good. I laughed every time it popped up. The show is very good. We I hope everybody goes back and watches season one. You don't really need season one to watch season two, but it kind of helps. Yeah, please do. Definitely check it out. All right, let's go through the shows we are not covering. Like, if we haven't watched a lot of it, then we're not going to start watching it now. I'll give a rundown of these shows and give you a reason if I feel like you need a reason. Okay. So, A3, remember that show? We shot that down in winter, and then it was delayed by COVID, so we're not watching that. Akatsu on Parade? I don't even think we get that. Ascendance of the Bookworm Season 2, we voted that down in fall 2019. Uh, adult transported into a child body. Not a fan. Uh, Dropkick My Devil Season 2. That is on Amazon Prime, and I'd like to point out that I think this is the only show available this season that's on Amazon Prime, which is strange, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it is It is a little weird. I guess they're... I hope it doesn't mean anything for the future in terms of them uh, doing things for, say, summer and whatnot, but it, it is a little strange that they don't have anything. Maybe maybe they're not picking up any new titles. I'm not sure. Yeah, me either. Also, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. We're still in quarantine, people. We're going to talk over <laughs> each other again. 
this is your first time listening. We don't always sound like this. No, definitely not. And as I have learned through uh, attempting to edit, it's uh, it's a little easier if there's a pause, and then sometimes it just doesn't work out because of the way that the program we use. It's it's fun, you know. It's all it's a learning experience. We're not learning anything. It just gets worse and worse. I hope this is over. All right, Gundam Build Divers re rise season two. No. Idol 7, Season 2, no. Kingdom, Season 3, I heard the show's pretty good, but I have not watched any of it. Major, it's a baseball show, Season 2, not watching it. Food Wars, Season 4. Now, I read an interesting article about talking about how bad this final arc and the overwhelming consensus of the fans of this, of this manga is, and they even question why they're even making it. That's how bad it was. Now, are you... I thought you were a fan of this this uh, property. Yeah, I watched the first two seasons. It lost me in the third one, though. Oh, so this doesn't inspire any confidence in you to uh, pick it back up. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, part of it was just like there's the whole etchy aspect of it and how well it was animated, but it kind of gets away from the etchy stuff. And once it gets rid of the etchy stuff, it's just a show about cooking. Now, the food does look delicious, but the etchy made it absolutely over the top you know having orgasms over flavor was just like blew my mind so without the orgasms you're you're out <laughs> that was the gag man and without the gag it's just another show nah, you know? i hear you strike the blood season two we're not covering that sword art online alicization season two not covering it kenshi moyo remember kenshi do, moyo yes. it's a season five it just popped up out of nowhere, I guess. I don't keep up, keep track of the Tenchi Muyo universe, but we're not covering that. And Sugu, Sugu Momo, season two. We're not watching that either. We will also not be watching a Bandai exclusive on YouTube called Mashin Hiro Wataru, The Seven Spirits of Riju Maru. Did you go and try to check this out? No, I did not. There's no subject. It looks like kind of like Dragon Ball with mechs and demons, like original Dragon Ball, which had that throwback feel to it, which I thought was pretty cool, but we have no subs, so I'm not going to try to decipher it. You're not going to sit there and try and Google Translate all of the all of the stuff? Or I love the auto-translate that, that uh, YouTube does. It's always amazing. All right, there are some shows on Netflix that haven't aired yet, and we have two of them from Winter. There's Doro Head Doro and Drifting Dragons, which we'll probably watch when we get them. And for spring, we got BNA and Ghost in the Shell, which we're definitely going to watch for Ghost in the Shell. I got a uh, comment online that this person is shocked that you've never seen Ghost in the Shell, the film. We are going to correct that, right, Frank? Yes, we are going to correct that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Whoever was shocked, Ex I apologize. That's <laughs> shocked and appalled. All right, so what we do is with this is we go back and forth. We select uh, a show or delete a show we're not going to watch. Uh, we both get one veto each. And of course, you can veto the veto. And uh, Frank, you're watching Hero no Sora, which is one more show than me. So I will watch one of these outliner, possibly voted down shows just to make it even. Uh, let me quickly review some of these anime marketing genres, which we go through. We do this every time. So, Frank, I'm going to quiz you on this. You're going to tell me, okay? Okay. So, the biggest one, the most popular one, Shonen. 
It's uh, young boys, young men overcoming the odds. Offer often with humorous plots featuring male protagonists. The Hero No Sora, that's your show. That's that's an example of that. How about Shoujo? Shoujo is kind of the opposite, so it's it's more for young girls, women, usually showing them as the protagonist. Focus on personal and romantic relationships. Fruits Basket's an example of that. Slice of Life. Uh, this is usually everyday circumstances, everyday humor. Good. Humor. Humor is usually a part of it. Isekai. This is for uh, usually the protagonist is transported to another world. That is true. There's Sane is for older men. Samples, Blade of the Immoral in Babylon. I just talked about it. How about Etchy? is play, sexually playful humor. Sex jokes. <laughs> yes. Dick and boob jokes. And harem. Uh, this is usually when uh, the main protagonist has a group of uh, people that love him. True. Well done. 100%. Frank. Nice. I need that positivity. Yes. Are you, Frank, are you ready to go? Jim, I am ready to go. Okay, Frank, the first pick of the official Nutaku Anime Podcast Spring 2020 watch list is yours, and you are on the clock. All right. I'm going to go with Opera Ronman. I think that's how you say it. Uh, Apare Ronman. So this is a story about what looks to be like a race across the U.S., and you have all these different characters that kind of reminds me of, like, wacky racers and sort of like, um... Uh, what's the one with, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's escaping me now. With the white car, and he drives a speed oh, racer. Speed yeah, racer? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's colorful. It, it showcases a lot of the different characters, or at least that's my hope, is that they kind of go into the background of each one. I like the OP, um, and I'm excited to kind of see this sort of uh, rendition of America through, you know, kind of a Japanese artist's lens. Yeah, it's a very cool concept. Uh, the main character, Apare, is a little bit of a know-it-all, but I hope he's in on the comedy, too, and he becomes the butt of a joke once in a while. Yeah, I agree. All right. With my first selection of the spring 2020 watch list, I select Wave Listen to Me. So it's based on a manga by Hirokai Samoar. Sorry, Samora? Do you know who he what he wrote? Blade of the Immortal, right? He did. He wrote Blade of the Immortal. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So we got an over-the-top female lead. We got a show about a talk radio show. And you yes. watched this, right? So the scene where the restaurant... You saw the second episode? No, I didn't see the second, just the first. Okay, so there's the scene where she's working... And the restaurant owner shoots in the air like a firework, spinning in the air. And he goes, and he lands and cracks her in the back of the head with a ladle with curry and gets it all over her head. I legit laughed my frig ass off of that. Like, I had to watch it three times. I laughed so hard. 
there are jokes that are very Japanese pop culture specific. It just takes a quick pause and a Google to get it. It's by far my favorite show so far. So easy first pick for you then. It's Chwas. Frank, we're going to have to eliminate something. We're going to have to say goodbye to one of these shows. So, Frank, what would you like to select to say goodbye? I am going to select Shironiko Project Zero Chronicle One. (laughs) (laughs) I am eliminating this show. I honestly couldn't really even tell you what it was about, which is part of the reason why I am eliminating it. There was a lot packed into the first episode, so that first episode was very top-heavy. Um, they're introducing characters. We get our first major character death, which was this old uh, dark Death Knight guy who was also training what I believe to be, I think, the Prince of the Kingdom. And then there's also like a uh, witch, but she's like a good one. She's fighting demons. I don't really know. Uh, nothing inspired me to continue to watch this, so that was uh, this is my first elimination. And this show is based on a game, so it's lame. <laughs> so I also agree with this is pretty damn bad. Yes. All right. So let me look through what I have. And I will eliminate future folk tales. Mm-hmm. So we got Arabian Nights stories. like uh, more. It seems like they're moral tales in the form of fables. But it's like a future with a robot cat and a grandma who's telling these stories. It almost comes off as like weekday afternoon PBS shows. I will admit that like if I had a small child and this was on PBS and I had a choice between watching Future Folktales and Caillou, I would take Future Folktales because there's like it's a good story to it. Each one's got an individual story. But this is not for I, I am not their market audience and it did I didn't care about it. So much so that I didn't I knew I was going to vote this down first, so I didn't even watch the second episode. Yeah, I had more or less the same exact thing. We're not the target audience for it. It just feels like something that you would watch after school. Yeah. All right, Frank. For your first show, Frank. What do you, or second show. Second show. Where are we? Select <laughs> second show. I am uh, going to go with a little bit of a curveball here after my first kind of brush with this season. Um, I'm going with listeners, which is uh, – <laughs> I initially I wasn't so into it with the trailer, but I had found that it's like a music-related mech show, which I was surprised by. Um, I like the setting. We need a mech show. Um it seems cool. I mean, I thought that the they have the enemy, the earless, is a little corny. So this is this takes place in, I guess, like a dystopian future. They have these mech pilots that I believe are called listeners, and um, they jack into the mechs and they fight these earless demons. And they seem to also be like celebrities within within um, this world. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. It might have helped that uh the bar was lower for me because initially i wasn't into it so i you know was kind of like oh i gotta watch this and then it turned around on me but that's my pick that's a good one a giant robot mech music show in a strange world after a disaster the third episode is called you made me realize which is a song by my bloody valentine i love them so yes i will take music shows thank you very much all right. 
I shall select. Should I throw for a curveball too? Let's go back to back curveballs. I know what you're going to do after after you okay. said that. Gal and dinosaur. I select. Wow. Okay. I did not expect that. What a weird show, man. Uh, <laughs> so that was definitely a curveball because I have what the fuck did I just watch put down as for Gal and Dino? Yes. It's a weird, very weird, unique show combining, like, animation, but then you have puppets, you have claymation, you have live action, which I can't, haven't been able to pin down who the male character is in the live action. I'm assuming he's someone that has to do with the with the book or the, well, it's not a book, but the uh, creation process. It's weird and wild, man. I'm, I'm on board. I like it. Yeah, it feels like something straight out of uh, Adult Swim. Yes. It reminds me a lot of, like, this, if you ever watch Pee Wee's Playhouse, like the weird segments in there pieced together into an episode. Yeah, I'm here for it. It's it's wild enough for me to uh, give it a shot. All right, Frank, it's oh. your turn. Get rid of something. I am going to get rid of, so on the alternate end, I'm going with Sakura Wars, the animation series. Uh, it seems kind of lame. And we already have a stronger mech show. Um, I wasn't so into the whole, you know, they, it's this group of women who perform, I guess, mainly dance routines, like song and dance. And then also they fight demons in mechs. So for me, that, that was, uh, I think that it just didn't really vibe with me. I wasn't into it. I never saw the movie, though, which is, I guess, what it's based off of? It's based off a game. Oh, okay. So that makes more sense, then. Yeah. There there was a movie, but... I don't know. It's not great CGI. And once again, it's based off a game, so that makes it easy to get rid of. And I was hoping it would be better, just so I can understand what makes this game such a huge hit, because it is a big one. But it's, it's not good. My turn, right? Yes, your turn to eliminate... Uh, I'm going to get rid of my next life as a villainess. All roads lead to doom. What a lame show. So we got a girl who's in, inhabited by a little girl who's like, I don't know, eight, is inhabited by a 17-year-old girl's spirit and needs to find a boy. And by a boy, I mean like he's eight, to fall in love with so she isn't the villain. But it's not weird because it's all in a dating game, so it's okay, right? This is all okay. Yeah, this was such a weird show, right? Because it it's supposed to be she plays the game, but in the game everyone is older, and I was waiting for the other shoe to drop and thinking that they were going to do like a time jump, but it seems like they're just going to do it where she just plays a little girl way before the setting of the game, and I'm just not into that at all. Agreed. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, Frank, pick one. All right. Uh, I am going to pick Art. So Art is yeah. a story about a young girl um, during the Italian Renaissance period, and she is looking to be an apprentice to an artist. Um, I, I enjoyed it a lot her enthusiasm for art is infectious it seems like an upbeat story and a fun dynamic between uh overly enthusiastic apprentice and kind of a 
uh, curmudgeon sort of mentor, which I always kind of liked that, uh, that playful dynamic. Uh, and I liked the setting, and everything seemed... I was just in Italy a couple months ago. Uh, Florence, it seemed very uh, accurate, which I was also surprised by. Here we get gender and class uh, definitions, and they're going to smash them down because she's a woman, and she's rich, and they don't, nobody wants her, and he was a poor guy that became an apprentice. So let's blow through those boundaries, and I'm on board for Ooh. it. I like it. A uh, funny thing, too, is like the – I don't know if you saw this, but there was the Universal logo at the very start that made it seem like it was a movie. Yeah, what was that all about? I, I, I didn't – I don't understand. I don't understand either. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like is this the first time that Universal is like – are they financing this or – well, who, who what's Universal? Is that Comcast? I think so. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Look into that. Let's get Universal Studios Japan. It was the first time that I had ever seen that before an anime, like ever. I think. Yeah, so, and it's like da na na da da. I can't do it, but you, you, you... Yeah, it's the full <laughs> Universal yeah. intro. I don't know. I'm having a hard time doing it at the time. I'm just curious. It, it, they have to be one of the, one of the companies that own it. Is Comcast, you know I mean? like, yes, the NBC investment. Universal. There you go. Okay. Interesting. I guess they're getting their. When Comcast owns Fox, no Fox Disney. Is... Yeah. I'm curious. We'll try to get an answer to that and why. But it is a good show, and it's actually well animated for a show about art. So. All right, my selection. Yesterday for me, easy okay. one for me. I will be watching this and crying. But points off for the Comic Sans English on the title card. What was that all about? You know, some people are just drawn to Comic Sans. I have people who email me uh, in it, and I do not know why because it's. Uh, I don't. I don't, get <laughs> I don't get it either. It's got to be something where some people's brains are just drawn to it. I don't know why though. I'm going to read the manga after the show's over because there's a manga, so it's an older one. I'm excited for it. All right, Frank, elimination time. All go right, elimination time. Let's go. We're going with uh, the house spirit Tatami Chan. <laughs> it's only, it's four, only minutes four minutes long. Poorly animated. The jokes were not even that funny. Uh, I guess a roommate ghost may have some potential for humor down the line. But the best thing about the show was it's four minutes long. But you know what? Uh, you're getting the boot. I'm sorry. Yeah, you get a lucky spirit. She's a lucky spirit, right? You got a ghost. A lady that looks like the ghost. And a creepy tickle neighbor. I don't know. Maybe it'll be funny. It wasn't funny in episode one, and I don't think I'm going to watch it. It was. So. It was not Goodbye. funny in episode one, and could have very easily have taken up a, spl- a slot that uh, something else could have had. So I was just like, all right, let me just get rid of this guy. All right, I'm going to get rid of Bungo Toe Alchemist Gears of Judgment. All right, I have some problems with the show. I, mean, I might as well go into it. First of all, it's another show based on a game. So goodbye with that. Uh, I'm currently reading a book about written by one of the main characters, the main character, the guy with the red hair. 
is Asamu Dazai. He was a horrible person committed suicide. The other guy in it, Ryosuke Akutagawa, he's the guy with the ponytail, also committed suicide and was a piece of shit. These people don't seem like very sullen, tortured people in their friggin' afterlife. They're just trying to climb. And then they got to climb out of the place that they can't get out of. And the right, they, they go into their own books to fight monsters, to destroy their story. What is the point of this? Terrible yeah, thing. it was super convoluted, and then I liked how in the first episode they started burying like essential parts of the plot where they're explaining what is going on in the end credits. So you finally start to understand, yeah. like I guess, why they're going into their own books where they don't have a memory, but then they're able to like summon weapons because they're burning books or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, I, I'm right there with you. I'm fine with that eliminating. Well, let's pick some. All right, right, so this is, a, this is a yeah guy, right? A yeah? This, this is a yeah. yay. All right, all right. Let's see here. Uh, hmm, hmm. I'm going to go with... Uh, Kakushi Goto, right? Nice. Yes, well done. Surprisingly Kakushi sweet Goto. and funny. Uh, I like how they poke fun in the first episode of the Dark Fantasy Writers. There's some fun gags in it. It's does a good job of balancing both the, the father and the daughter, too. Um, very humorous, and it's about a uh, you know man who is a fairly well-known manga artist um, who produces a... I guess it's like a... I guess etchy sort of thing. It seems to be a little bit more pornographic, and um, he doesn't want his daughter knowing about it, so his daughter is unaware. Yeah, the comic he writes is a, a guy with underwear on his head. So, I don't know, it's a, it's a cute premise. There's good characters after only... T- I've watched two episodes, and they're developing the characters, and it's slice of life, so it's a different story. There's different stories inside every episode. And the ED is amazing, so, yeah. I will pick... Leapnir. This show is wild and sexed up and out there. So, yeah, I'll take this one. Gleipnir. Okay. All right. All right. All right. It is well animated. I will give you that. All right. Do a quick count. Yeah, go ahead. I think we have at least one. We have eight selected. And we're going to have ten, I guess, in total. Ten to twelve. Okay. Well, Uh, I got yeah, and I'll do I'll do Okay. Picture. So uh, I will get it. rid of whew, all right, now we're getting kind of uh I will get rid of Eighth Son. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's the last one on my app. That's your last no one. Uh so it's definitely I still get confused because it seems like it's supposed to be a humorous show, but there's a lot of drama going on with it. Um it's pretty much a mix of kind of generic things. Where I guess he's going to turn himself into a wizard. It's about this uh, guy who gets, you know, transported into the eighth son of a failed noble or very poor noble. So he's not even in line for anything at all. Um, so he's kind of trying to, I, I guess, break out into his own. Um, it's another one where I think it's an older guy in now like a young child's body. Uh, um, 
wasn't wasn't for me. I, I don't really have any draw to it whatsoever. The animation was all right. Did you find a single reason that he had to be that this story couldn't have been told without him being transported into a child's body? It, it, there wasn't a single reason. No, that was see. Sometimes, like I feel like some of these things are added on because they get some sort of call from the top, their boss, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you have to, you have to do this. You have to hit certain notes." And they're like, "Okay, we'll just turn this thing we already have into, uh, uh, into like basically an isekai." Yeah, or or it's like, <laughs> "Oh, uh, my book isn't isn't going to sell that well. I might as well throw isekai on there. There's fans of that, right?" Right, because they're they're going to get fans that are just going to check it out just because it falls under the genre. Yeah. All right, I am going to eliminate. Tama Yomi, the baseball girl. Wow. Uh, episode two. Episode two is better than episode one, but the show isn't very well animated. The girls are cute though, but I'm going to pick a cute show coming up. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna shocked get that. by that one. I thought that one was uh, was going to be a pick for you. The girls have some pretty sexy thighs. <laughs> but I have to get rid of them. Not even the sexy thighs could could keep you from uh, tuning in. No, there's another show I'm going to pick that has sexy th- thighs too. Uh-huh. So. Are we going? This is a yes now. All right. I am going to go with, I think, the last yes I have, because I got a couple maybes and I got one or two no's. I'm going to go with Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited. (laughs) So this show was, so so what it is, is it's a, uh, I guess it's a detective cop show where you have the one character who is a uh, millionaire detective and his balance is unlimited. He has unlimited money. And then you have another cop who's all about justice and has kind of been demoted to a section of his, uh, I don't know, precinct, I guess, which is kind of like laughed about. And they, they come together. Uh, surprisingly entertaining show. I really like the OP and the ED. The characters seem fun. Um, I like the gag that the millionaire detective, he's got all these gadgets and basically unlimited money. He can do what he wants to do. And then they have like a fun little damage report at the end of the show, which shows kind of the cost of all the damages and things that he had paid for. So it it has the potential to be a lot of fun and potentially can't be fun. So we'll see, but I'm here for it. Yeah, I agree. It was fun to watch. It looks great. And the millionaire is a complete dick. Which I'm on board for. We need a dick character every once in a while. He's like such an asshole. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, you're picking uh, one to watch. So we're going to have to watch... All right, we're going to watch Cute Girl Show. I'm going to make us watch Cute Girl Show. And since you said you don't like fishing, I'm going to make you watch Diary of Our Days at the Breakwater. Fish Girls. Frank, mm. it's the same people that made Asteroid in Love, but it's actually kind of interesting. I was kind of into it. I'm not just doing it to troll. I actually enjoyed it. All right. I, uh, I'm i going to veto that one. I'm getting Get rid, rid of, of it. it. You're welcome to veto the veto. Okay. I'm going I'm to put a check next to that. Actually, this will be the one extra show. Since you have an extra show, this will be my extra show. Okay. That's fair. That works. Yeah. I'm good. All right, since you vetoed, do I go again, or do you go? Uh, so then that puts us down to three. Yeah, I would say you go again because, yeah, we'll go. You go again to pick one to watch since I said no to your watch. Okay. Uh, I will pick 
Because we're down to three, right? Okay. That's it, yeah. Sachi Bato, president, it's time for battle. So if we're going to pick a show inspired by a game, I guess we should have one of them. And thank God you got rid of all the other ones, because this one's pretty well animated, but the girls got some thick thighs, so I'm on board. <laughs> all about them thick thighs. <laughs> yeah, I have this down that it, it, it felt very much like a video game to me. It makes sense that this is based off of one, but I also have that out of all of them, which there was a surprising amount this season. This was the one that was the least offensive to me. All right, so we have two shows left, yeah. according to my yeah. list, to pick from. So I'll let you pick the last one we're going to okay. watch. Okay, so we have two left. We're looking at Tower of God and uh, Woodpecker Detective Agency. Um, yes. I am probably going to go with... Well, not probably. I am going to go with... I have them both as maybe, so I'm going to go with Tower of God. Uh, I like the concept of the show, and the various creatures and powers are interesting enough. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Sword Art Online, and the music is pretty pretty good. But um, the worst part about it is that this show is, like, really rough to look at. It is. I think that's just the art style, though. It's supposed to look like the... the manga, Yeah, I so I'm not entirely too sure... It's hard, but it is one of the shows that Crunchyroll is pushing. It has a fan base. I do know that. Uh, people really seem to be into it. So out of those two, I'm just going to kind of go with the popular choice. And then, um, so what it is, is it's about a guy who wakes up. Uh, he doesn't really quite know where he is, but he is put inside a tower. They have to ascend the tower in order to win the game. Um, and, you know, there's a bunch of different characters and creatures that are trying to do the same thing. Uh, so I guess that's my pick, which would leave out Woodpecker Detective Agency. Uh, what would make you... What would, Any negatives about Woodpecker Detective uh, Agency? So the negatives for me with Woodpecker Detective Agency is... So we had both just watch this, I think, because it just went on about an hour or two ago, was that it, it, it was a little right. boring, it was a little dull. I do kind of like the end of the uh, error that it's at, the Maji error, I believe it's called. So yeah. that, the Meiji, Meiji, so that was interesting enough, but the two characters, you have this one who's a struggling poet, and then another one who I think is a detective, or is another struggling poet. Um, they decide to, to set up, I guess, a detective agency because they're not making money off of uh, being a poet. So it just, it just didn't really strike anything for me. Yeah, yeah. Out of those two, which one would you yeah. have picked? I probably would have picked Woodpecker Detective Agency because, or Woodpecker Detective's Office, just because it looks like it's adult themed. Like there's a lot of murder and a lot of blood. Okay. And uh, you know they were in the scene where he was, where they were in a brothel and everything, and you know it's it's it is a classic Pretty Boys show, which we've had a couple of them, and none of them have really stood out as being good. But I think it's just it would have been a different change of pace, especially since it's in the Meiji era and all well, that stuff. Well, you you do uh, have Tower, a, uh, a veto though. No, no, no. I'll go ahead. I mean, if I'm still going to watch it, I'll just watch it. But uh, Tower of God is just another shonen. I mean, another boy overcoming the odds. We're gonna. I don't feel like I'm going to be blown away by this, and it explains why it's so popular and why the genre overtakes everything else all the time. And why I'm forced to watch it all the time. <laughs> 
But it is, you know, the animation itself, like the art design maybe and like the sketchy look of everything doesn't look great. It's not very pretty, but the animation isn't bad. Like the fight scenes and stuff, they look pretty cool. It's just that the way, it's not the animation itself, but the, but the, the, the aesthetic or the design of it is something that's like a little off-putting, I think. Yeah, it is. It is strange to kind of get to get kind of over it. I don't know. I don't like it. I'm curious to see if it grows on me because, like we had said a couple times, like right. it has a fan base, so clearly people are able to either overlook that or that's just something that they're into. And I kind of want to explore and see if that's something that grows with you as you watch it or what. I don't know. All right, we're all done. Shall I go through the list? Yes. Okay, so this is our official spring 2020 Nutaku anime podcast watch list. So we got Apare Ranman, Art, Diary of Our Days at the Breakwater, which I think I'm just watching, right? Yes. Gal and Dinosaur, Glepnir, Kakushigoto, Listeners, Millionaire Detective, Balance, Unlimited. <laughs> Yesterday for me. Wave. Listen to me. Kami no Tol, the Tower of God. And Shachibato, President. It's time for battle. How many shows was that? Was that 11? 1, 2, 3. That looks like 11, so it's 10 more. Ten more shows, and then I'll watch Diary of Breakwater. So we have 13 shows. Yes, and I'm watching uh, A Hero Nosora, which I don't know if you had mentioned. Right. Yeah, and you're watching A Hero Nosora, and of course, on the list is also Fruits Basket and Kaguya-sama Love is War. So I think that's 13 shows apiece that we're watching. Awesome. That was quick, easy, and painless. Yes, I agree. Very painless. It was our first... Was that our first veto? I think it was the first veto... I don't know, actually. I think you had vetoed something before. I think it was my first veto. Did you veto something before? I don't think so. No. Yeah. I I could have... Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I guess that was our first veto. Yeah. Fish girls. <laughs> I'm so excited. All right. That was cool. Uh, all right. What else we got? Oh, that's right. We have a giveaway. So, I have in front of me... And I'm looking at it, and it's large and beautiful. It is a copy of the Viz Media. Viz. Viz. Evangelion Illustrations 2007 to 2017. So it's basically a collection of different kinds of art that was featured in advertisement and other things like that. Posters. There's uh, pictures of like their advertising campaign with like uh, UCC Coffee and stuff like that. It's a very cool book. So we're going to give this away to you guys. Now, how do we do that? Well, the way we did it last time was you have to go and follow us on Instagram or Twitter. We don't have Facebook because Facebook's for people to yell about politics. So go follow us, and I will post the instructions on there, and I believe we'll start it this Friday. You'll have three days. If you, The more times you repost it, the more times you have a chance to win. And then I'll completely randomize it, and winner take all. And I'll contact you through the internets. And you get this beautiful book, which 
I will apologize. I'll try to get it out as quick as possible, but with the current state of uh, status Unidos, we are kind of a lockdown, so I don't know how fast it's taking things to get places. I know I ordered yeast to make pizza and bread, and I'm now waiting five days for it. It was coming from New Jersey, so... <laughs> This is our giveaway to you, and hopefully you'll share it with your friends, and you'll love it as much as I love it, because I love the book myself, and we're going to give that away to you. And we're also going to start reviewing the Evangelion films again, starting with the second one. I think we're doing that next week, aren't we? Yeah, that's correct. I think that's slotted for next week. I have to figure out how to get that to you. Oh, geez, yeah, that's right. We're going to have to do some sort of uh, drop-off. It'll be like if I'm ordering Grubhub, and I'm going to say, yeah, just put it on my front step and don't come near me. Just call me when it's there. You could, you could see. I just cut my beard off. My beard was massive. I looked like a crazy. Person I'm right. I, off. I'm so right. I'm about off. to be right there because I uh, I've been letting mine grow too, and mine does not. It does not grow well. I just haven't been around people, so I haven't done it. I, I was in the same thing. I was like, I'm a Sasquatch now, so I'm gonna live in this on my at my kitchen table and just have this giant beard. But I also cut all my hair off. I went short with the hair. Unlike my image on my picture, I don't have that hair anymore, and it's starting to grow in, so it just looks weird now. I look like a bowling ball head. <laughs> Now's the time to do it, though. You know why? Because worst case, nobody sees you but your wife, and she loves you no matter what, I hope. Uh, uh, that's questionable. I think she's getting a little <laughs> sick of me. Oh, jeez. So go give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter, and I'll post the instructions in the next couple of days. You got anything else, Frank? No, that's it. I think this is a, a great episode. It's going to be a great week for everybody. It's a short episode, too, compared to last week, which was two hours and 15 minutes, whatever it was. That, uh, that was, I think, our longest to date, yes. Yeah. All right, so let's sign off, all okay. right? Thanks for joining us this week. Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast. Send us questions and show requests. Our email is nutaku2019 at gmail.com, and we'll talk about them all on the air. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Frank. And Ganbate. Ganbate.